What's up, goons? We're back again. It is Notes of a Goon. It is the end of Dry January. This is the last week, Mike. This is the last week. I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking a uh, 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 Flyers Tokyo Marg Highball. It's user Yuzu Bitter Orange and Chili. It's a, 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 a got cannabis in it. CBD. Yeah. Temp. Yes. It's a mocktail, Mike. Because it's, it's mocking mocktail? me. Because it's mocking me. <laughs> it's fucking going. Oh, you're so close, you fucking bitch. Have a mocktail. You, fu- you're a mockery. I don't even feel. It's almost a month. I don't even feel better. Not at all. Not even a little. My doctor says apparently I'm. Oh, by the way, I'm joined as always by my stalwart producer, gambling addicted Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? I mean, this is all business. We will talk to that about that in a second. Right now, we're doing the mocktail thing. It's not gambling addiction if you're winning, but yes. Well, yeah. So you have a gambling addiction, Mike. <laughs> it's official tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It could be worse, Mike. Somebody could come in here and look at your outfit and say that you look like the guy who's too old to be working in a skate shop. I, I own. Nobody this has said shop. that yet. <laughs> I'm the manager of this skate shop. I don't work at this skate yeah, shop. Yeah, I mean, do you own it? I sweat equity. S- sweat equity? You're sweating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're sweating on all of the money as you put it in the register. Yeah, yes, right? that is true. And I take equity back out of the register yeah, sometimes. Right, that's fair. That is how a skate shop works. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, that is not a good mocktail. I'll tell you. <laughs> I got three of these to get through. Uh, <laughs> It's mocking me, Mike. It's, it's mocking me. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I don't. My doctor says uh, he believes that I'm fighting a bacterial infection. I'm also on antibiotics right now. Oh, well, you can't you can't judge how you're feeling not drinking while on antibiotics. Well, you I can't just drank on antibiotics anyway. I have never not drank on antibiotics. Yeah, that's why you're always sick. I'm not always sick. I'm yeah. currently sick. No, you're a sickly man. I, I'm a sickly man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not you. You sickle cell. You're you're going on paternity leave in two months. Something that shouldn't even exist. Do you, am I getting you, paternity leave? I think I heard you're going on paternity leave. Am I really? Frank told me you're going on paternity leave. Frank? Why do you know this? I don't. That's uh, awesome. Well, you're going on paternity leave at the same time that Bronx Johnny is going on paternity leave. Is he going on paternity in leave? In April. So I think we're just not doing high society that month. Why? Stanley, I don't know what he's doing. You're going to be out of here. You can't take a whole month off high society. I, I had to do it by myself. Stanley's not around. I don't know where he's at. Where he even is. <laughs> yeah? I haven't missing? seen him in weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Look, you guys are going to come back from fucking your many adventures. I'm going to have my notary stamp ready. Yeah, do you have a notary stamp yet? Not yet. Just notary retarded still. <laughs> Man, you've really been taking dry January seriously. I'm so dry. <laughs> you hear that dry wit that I got going there? I'm ba- this is basically a British sitcom at this point. Dude, Ricky Gervais is going to bust through that door at any moment. I will fuck him up if he comes in here. He's shaped like the Kool-Aid man, too. I don't want to bust him in here. I don't fucking want that son of a bitch in here. I I, I, I tapped out on Ricky Gervais, Gervais when that show Derek came out. I tried to watch that show Derek. And I was like, this is just a sad show about a retarded guy. This isn't funny at all. I didn't I didn't see it. So in the beginning, what happened was, I think it was like, I got like a few episodes in. He was like a mean retarded guy who worked in a nursing home. I believe that was the premise. And he was like mean to people. And then they made him like be uh, a retarded guy with a heart of gold, 
and he stopped being mean to the old folks. I think, can you look up the plot of this? I think that's the plot of this show. I ta- like I said, I tapped out relatively early, but I think the pilot was funny, and then a- everything after that was terrible. Hmm. Oh, he only did two seasons? Yeah. Was it like a Netflix show? It was on Netflix, but I mean, he's only done two seasons of most things. The Office was only two, was, the Office was three seasons, but okay. a- Extras was two seasons. Life's Too Short was only one season. He's got that uh, that new show about dying. I think that one three seasons. Hmm. At least two. I don't know. Again, I tapped out after Derek. Oh, man. That other show's mega. But yeah, let's see. Genesis and Plot. Pilot episode, uh, film mockumentary style. The program is set mostly in a nursing home and centers on Derek, a helper at the home. Um, oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Says the program was inspired by his relatives who ca- who work in care homes. Half my family are care workers. My sister works with kids. Learning difficulties. Um... Uh, yeah, so that it is okay. So I am correct. So basically, what happened was in the beginning, he was kind of a dick, but he was retarded, and I was like, "Oh, I kind of like this. Like, I like that he's a dickheaded, retarded person because like it gives. I don't like that in every movie about the handicapped, they all have a heart of gold. As somebody whose brother is handicapped, now my brother is literally the sweetest man alive, but he can also be a dick. He will laugh if you slip on ice in front of him. <laughs> like I, I'm like, I've seen you get hit by a truck, dude. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> it's like, relax. So that's why I liked that show. But it, it like quickly pivoted, and then he just was it was just a sad show about like if you don't if you're not actively being funny, a show about a mentally handicapped guy. Working in an old folks' home is this? Why would anybody watch that? I don't know. Okay, good. I mean, I'm glad I made the right decision. Thank you. <laughs> now we have to talk about your gambling problem. What's wrong with my gambling problem? I mean, you have a child on the way. You can't have a gambling problem. Yeah. So, <sighs> I guess my father did, but you know. <laughs> You're trying to raise a handicapped kid into fucking somebody who can't get through July January without this level of bitterness. Yeah. I mean, you're so bitter, you got the orange to match. Oh, God. it's No, it's yuzu and bitter orange and yeah. chili. See? I was paying I don't attention. even taste the chili. I hope not. Um, no, so I, I follow this guy on... Uh, he pops up on my YouTube feed. Uh, this guy, uh, Austin, calling your shop. Essentially... The the premise, what he's grown his his brand on, is uh, this thing called a ladder challenge. Put down ten bucks. Uh, he's gonna give you a parlay a day. We're gonna double, double, double. Um, he got up to like twenty five hundred at one point, and then this time he was on like five hundred. And uh, how often to... does he just lose it on the first parlay? Never, never once. No, no, no. How many times has he done this? Because that's pretty impressive. A couple of times. And he's doing so. That I mean, if you're hitting two to four parlays a month. I feel like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but it's all like here's what he's doing, right? He's taking these bets that are like almost sure things, mm-hmm. right? Like the things that like you know, like it, it's a coin flip, really. Like and, my brother versus the truck, right? Uh, but then every now and then, you know, you hit that like mom who can lift a fucking truck, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh shit, the rubber met the road. I gotcha. Um, it's like going to the fucking track and betting like the fucking super favorite horse in. But that almost, you, you will tend to lose. So you would have to bet. 
your parlay would have to be the favorite across the board. But you can't, those are all separate bets. Because the favorite often does not win, but it will hit, it'll place or post. Exactly. So that's the idea. It's like, so you take a super duper star, mm-hmm. right? Like a Clay Thompson. You know, one of the. Oh, so you're betting, you're, you're essentially doing, these are not actually. They're not considered prop bets, but you're betting that a, a certain player will rush for yeah, a certain no. amount of yards. Yeah, they're considered prop bets. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, you, you're you're building a player prop parlay, um, and it's like I need Clay Thompson to score 15 points, I need Steph Curry to score 20 points. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten. I'm building games. a player prop comedian. It's a black guy. <laughs> yeah. With a bunch of sex toys. He's a player <laughs> prop comedian. <laughs> dude, he fucks all the stools. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's he's splat out. He's just banging out these stools. Oh man, he's not scared of them. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of junk in that trunk. You're gonna see it come out over the next hour. Oh man, dude, if blackface wasn't so wrong, you could just do that for Halloween. Look, people say blackface is wrong all the time. <laughs> you know my you know my position on blackface, Mike. It's I think it's distasteful. It's got to be a lot of fun. I have never seen somebody in blackface not smiling. <laughs> not it, once. It is an inherent part of the costume. Yeah. yeah it's true. Even Hammerman's sneakers are always smiling. <laughs> and by Hammerman, I mean MC Hammer as a superhero, not the guy who broke into Paul Pelosi's house. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that super villain? Dude, you need, to be, you need to be writing for late night with jokes like this. Oh. I think I can get this job. Do you yeah. not? Oh. Would you want to finish talking about your parlay guy, or can we? So the, the, the thing that's cool about this guy, right, is he grew his channel from, like, 27,000 people to, like, over 150,000. Okay. He's getting, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 views on, uh, on his thing. So what's, like, what's interesting about it is, like, they'll... Um, like you'll you'll get people who would ta- who will tail on and like just try to catch up and be like oh I'll jump on this if it's gonna get to ten thousand I missed the first couple of days where I could have gotten in for ten bucks but I'll get in for a hundred and see how far I can ride it and it's like the at the end of the day the casino makes significantly more money so they're incentivized to like do this okay um to like promote this to to have this out there because the more you know, it's like crypto. The more you can Mike, build in, the more you have rug ga- pull. You have various gambling systems that work until they don't, right? Right, right, right. How come you aren't just building out a YouTube channel where you where your systems work until they don't, and then getting DraftKings involved? In your case, it'd be Daft Kings. You know what? You make a good point. That's like way better use of my time. Yeah. Than this, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh man. Yeah, let's start doing that. You want me to produce your gambling show? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we're going to reverse. We'll do that. That'll be your paternity leave. <laughs> Instead of you taking care of your baby, I'll sit in there, <laughs> you sit in here, and we'll do a gambling show. Yeah, dude, I'm on paternity leave. I yeah, can't talk, tra- guys. Look, look, baby needs a new everything. <laughs> let's go. Dog, we could do this. Hell yeah, you need to decorate a nursery and shit. You can get some stickers from Vinograph, maybe. Mm. Ah. All right, that's good. Dude, if you were to do that with... Well, here's the thing. You could do it with MMA, but it would take way too long. What? Build a gambling channel around MMA? Yeah, like I think that. people... Specifically want, that model, I'm saying. I think people specifically... I think people want... Oh, because they, the players don't come back around enough? 
it, not not only that, it's just that it's only once a week. So this thing is a like MMA is once a week. You can turn ten dollars into ten thousand in ten days on the NBA. Mm, yeah, that's true. Because there's a game every day. Right. There's two games most days, right? There was eight today. Jesus, yeah, They're really fucking out there. I mean, but there is a lot of combat sports every day. Yeah, but I mean, hold on. Let me like it would have to not be all. I mean, you just mostly are specifically. Um. UFC, but UFC. like even then, I'm not going to do it. Like between all the Bellator, LFA, CFFC, everything that's out there, mm-hmm. you couldn't, you still couldn't do it daily. Power slap, yeah, you can't bet on that yet. Unfortunately, I tried. Um, but like, what's funny to me, right, is that the one guy who blew it mm-hmm. was this guy Harrison Barnes. So like the, the 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 point I was trying to make with all that money being invested is like he cost gamblers roughly a hundred million dollars today. I would say. So why aren't you guys beating him up? So like that's the thing. He is getting torched online right now. Hmm. Like it's like it's one of those things where it's he has absolutely no hand in it and this is probably the most he's been tweeted about in you know, years. Hmm. Like since he was on a title winning team. He is getting abused right now. Okay. Good. It's just funny. Good. I'm glad that he's getting abused. I think athletes need to be made fun of more often. Yeah? In this country. Yeah, I don't think we do that enough. It's like, yeah, we did get really sensitive about, uh, like, athletes' mental health. Oh, God. Is there anything I care less about? Oh, do you have CTE? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is kind of where I draw the line. It's like, all right, if you have if you CTE, it's, you know, it is what it is. But... Seems like you're having a great time. <laughs> CTE? Oh, you're missing time? Who isn't? I don't even know where the days go most of the time. I'm thinking more like the, you know, like you got the yips, you got, you know, you can't perform under the, the, the bright lights, you got um, a ton of pressure on I you. I mean, most of them are retired. What? Most of them are retired at that point with the CTE kids. <laughs> Yeah, 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 they're not all fucking pro wrestlers. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> you know, or at least they should be. Once that CTE kicks in, you're gonna start killing people any minute. I mean, that is how that works. It's yeah. a direct pipeline. All right, so this has been old business. Yeah. Um, anything else to add? Um, just that my baby registry is up, and I can really use the help right about now. <laughs> yeah, since you lost this parlay, yeah, you really thought you were gonna hit that ten thousand dollar parlay and be able to quit this job because you don't really know how money works. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I legitimately thought mm-hmm. uh, I was gonna go one more day, mm-hmm. um, and that was gonna like we'd have just a bunch of stuff taken care of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's uh, how gambling addictions. Work. Yeah, dude, I know, I do know that now. If I but, just, you know, I have this money. If I just bet it again, I'll have even more money. That's how gambling works. It's the stupidest fucking thing. Like, Man, Chris, <laughs> it really hurts right now. Especially as this guy's entire business model is, I keep doing this. And it always zeroes out eventually. I mean, eventually, it's He's just be- trying to get to 10K once, and that's when he pulls out? Yeah. How many times has he gotten a 10K? Hasn't happened. Zero times. Zero times. How many times has he done this? A couple of times. Five times. Uh, I think last probably three. Wait a second. He's only done this three times, isn't it? And you're just like, I, I, it's in the bag. 
Yeah, It'd be but, one thing if he's getting that. How many times has he gotten to nine thousand dollars? So it's not nine. We get to five because it doubles every day. Oh, okay. So he's gotten over. I mean, he's gotten over a thousand from me twice. Okay. <laughs> and you lose all of that money when it lo- when you lose. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent of it. Yep. I don't know, Mike. It's seems like this is your fault. You think? I mean, look, nothing's really your fault. <laughs> Come on, we live in we live in America. <laughs> what could be your fault? You know? Yeah, I think it's, so. It's either the terrorists or COVID. Fentanyl. It's probably fentanyl, Mike. I would blame fentanyl for the fact that your baby isn't going to have a crib. He's going to be sleeping in a suitcase. Baby's got a crib. Already? Huh? Got a crib already. Got a uh, stroller. Mm-hmm. I put that together. That was dope. Mm-hmm. Strolling around. Yeah. In your stroller. Leave the cat got in it. It was really cute. Oh, that's pretty adorable. Yeah. Well, now, cat- now, now you got to get a second stroller. Yeah. Maybe. I keep trying to let out, tell Alex we should take the cat outside, and she is not for it. You take your cat outside ever? No. <laughs> no? No, not for a while. Uh, I used to take the cat outside when she was a kitten. Your cat is much smaller than my cat, but I used to take my cat outside, uh, and I would put her on one of those extendo leashes. Yeah. And then she figured out how to get out of the extendo leash. <laughs> and I, she's just very fast. It's hard to catch her. You know what I mean? And she won't just come back? I mean, maybe eventually, but like, have you ever had outdoor cats? No. The thing about outdoor cats is they always come back until that time they don't come back. <laughs> You know what I mean? And now my cat won't even go out in the hallway. She's like an old lady. She was scared. She's like 17 years old. She just doesn't even go out in the hallway. Oh. Like I open the door and she like sneaks her head out and she's like, she's going to run out. And then she like, I'm like, are you coming? You coming outside? Huh? Huh, buddy? <laughs> and then as soon as I go to close the door even a little bit, she shoots right back in the house every single time. And I'll <laughs> leave it open for a while. And I'll stand there and be like, go ahead. Walk around. Stretch your legs. She's old. She's terrified. Mm. Terrified. Damn. She knows if she gets curious, dead. At her age, case of curiosity, dead. <laughs> old cats figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Old cats are like, no, I can't do this. It's a young cat's game. <laughs> I've used up eight of nine. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, she's real. She's real puss in boots. <laughs> she loves that movie. I put it on for her every day. It's, it's twenty dollars to watch it right now. It's, a, it's the early release paper. Pay twenty dollars every a day. single day for the cat to watch Puss in Boots. I'm not watching it at all. I leave the room. I'm like Jesus. You want to watch this again? And she just cries if I don't put on Puss, Puss in Boots. It's nuts. All right, Chris, skip that one day, mm-hmm. and we'll turn that twenty into like two thousand dollars. Yeah, but then I have an unhappy cat. It's not worth two thousand dollars. <laughs> I think it. All right, four thousand dollars. <laughs> Now we're getting. Now we talk. We'll just keep doubling it till you say yes. Mm. One day of no puss in boots. Look, and we could be ten thousand dares. <laughs> Couple G stacks. All right. Well, this has been old business. You should email the show at askthegoon at gmail dot com, and we'll talk to you about stuff. Also, just a quick thing. Uh, I'll be opening for Ryan Long, February twenty third. 24th and 25th, Buffalo, New York. Sick. It's going to be very cold. I'm not very much looking forward to that. What's the uh, what's the place? Helium. Oh, hell yeah. That yeah. place is uh, that's right next to the cereal factory. 
the cereal factory? There's a cereal factory in downtown Buffalo. What cereals do they make? So here's the thing. If no, you're, you're very excited about this. I am very excited about this. This actually makes me hyped. If you're there on a Cheerios day, kind of smells like shit over all of downtown. Okay. But two days a week. If you're there on a Cocoa Krispies day. Lucky Charms, my friend. Oh. The whole thing just smells like a giant bag of roasted marshmallows. It's oh, incredible. That sounds pretty great. The whole... Oh, man. People are just... Dude, it's like love is in the air. Fucking downtown Buffalo on Lucky Charms Day is lovely. Only one or two people freeze to death that day. <laughs> yeah, dude. They fucking... They just kept alive by warmth in their heart. Oh, beautiful. Cheerio Day? 17 deaths. That makes sense to me. All right. Moving on. Mike, Chris Cuomo is looking for a fight? Yeah, dude. What's this I hear? Chris Cuomo. Yo, somebody disrespected the Cuomo brothers, and the Cuomo brothers stick together. Oh, do they? Yeah. So, uh, Chris Cuomo wants to fight Sid Rosenberg, who's yes. apparently a radio host who I've never heard of. Do you know who Sid Rosenberg is? Yes. How do you... I mean, I'm looking at a picture of him. He's a scary-looking guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's... My money's on him to beat the shit out of Chris Cuomo, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Dude, does... All right, does the winner get the bird? Oh, his bird? His pocket bird? <laughs> Dude, I, by the way, I've been keeping up with that, and I've been asking... What the bird be doing? Chris Cuomo video once a week. Uh-huh. Yo, Chris, what that bird be doing? Yo, what happened to the bird? Chris. If you don't know, go back and listen to our show with our buddies from uh, Revenge of the Sis from Christmas, and uh, uh, take a look, and uh, Chris Cuomo, in his YouTube video, put, picked up a half-dead bird, <laughs> and he was taking a walk with his dying bird and then all of a sudden there was a quick jump cut and no bird he i think he just threw that bird into the woods uh so now <laughs> now he wants to fight this strapping young gentleman yeah i mean that guy's fucking yoked dude psycho sid rosenberg dude what the fuck look at this fucking look at the mitts on this guy yo Bro, look how jacked he is yeah he he's would gonna fuck, fuck up. Cuomo up I was going to do this whole thing where I was like, who the fuck does Chris Cuomo think he is? I will fuck. First of all, he's saying that it's because this guy's been shitting on his brother. I've been shitting on your brother for years, Chris Cuomo. I want Sid Rosenthal doesn't even want this fight. Uh, Cuomo might not want this fight. Cuomo said, I will take the fight if we can get a million dollars raised to donate to charity. Cuomo, I'll tell you how you do that. You give Mike $10 on a parlay. <laughs> and then he'll roll that into $20 and then $40. And then maybe we'll hit a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I hit a million. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get this fight between first of you all, and Chris. Dude, the Chris versus Chris? Dude, yeah, the battle of the Chris's is way bigger. It's, we can call it Christ versus Christ. Honestly, I want to start using Christ as my uh, nickname instead of Chris from Christopher. Be honest. <laughs> Nobody goes by Christ. Everybody's a Chris. Chris Christ? I'll go with Chris. Chris is bar, right? I like that. It's Chris, baby. <laughs> Um. So he says that basically they were friends They were boys And then apparently Sid was talking shit about his Of course he was talking shit Your brother got caught groping every woman in New York State What are you talking about? That case got thrown out After he killed all those grandmothers Yeah While writing a book about how no one died during COVID About how he sucker punched COVID in the nuts he uh, he retired with dignity. <laughs> dignity. <laughs> and uh, all charges were thrown out. Uh, what's that sexy piece of ass Lindsay Boylan doing nowadays? I would, oh, man. 
I don't know. Fucking licking your wounds? Having fucking crazy eyes and fucking probably ripping someone else's cock off? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, she is just looking through the souls of men. Oh, man. Oh, you know she's fucking good. Oh, my God. Incredible. Jesus. Oof. I'll tell you what. If I was the governor, I could have fucked her. See, I'm talking shit about your brother right now. I'm saying he can't get no pussy even if it's crazy pussy, Chris Cuomo. Not only that, I've been talking shit about Chris Cuomo for years. I'm the first person to ever call him the Cooper Manning of politics. No one else is calling him that. I will fight you for charity. We got a whole thing. It's Gangfest. You went you went even past you went past Fredo. Yeah. Fredo's yeah, yeah. a compliment. Yeah, Fredo is a step up from Cooper Manning. You go sell insurance, bitch. Fucking asshole. I made a meme where your brother was also, like, you know when he looked like Straganona with a fucking blanket over his head when he was getting in trouble? I made a meme where he was also the fucking evil queen from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Because he was. Maybe Snow White. Which one ate the apple? Snow White? Uh, yeah. The only Snow White for me is Lindsay Boylan, all right? (laughs) Uh, so it seems like she has been on a sabbatical for the last year and five months. Hell yeah. <laughs> dude. Finding herself. Dude, she has been, she's been finding a whole lot. You know she's fucking dudes. Yo. Oh. Why, how do we, how do we get her on the show to talk about her sabbatical? How do we get her on the show to sit on my face? I feel like that's, that's part of, I feel like that's what sabbatical means. Oh yeah. If you spell sabbatical on a woman's pussy, it actually works better than doing the alphabet. It's true. They teach that now. Yeah. All the Gen Zers. Yeah. Do you know we're past Gen Z? What are we at? Gen Y? No, Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha? Yeah. That's why we never should have started with the fucking letters. Yeah. Gen X was a bad bad generation. That's the generation before me. The D generation. I mean, D generation X. Those young rabble rousers, you know what I mean? They're fucking... 72 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you. You're, you're, you're Generation X. You said this to me last week that I was, I'm a, a millennial. I'm a young, hip millennial. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I am. Um, you sound like a senator. Yeah, I'm a young... County committee man. I'm a young, I'm a young hip millennial. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Uh, did I send that to you last week? There was a thing. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're teaching classes on how senators can... Work with millennials. <laughs> I'm 40, and I'm technically a millennial. <laughs> like, it's a, what a crazy thing that we still think that this umbrella term for child exists. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, but I'm just a baby myself, a baby 30-year-old. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> this is a just a massive race of, waste of resources and proof that they're out of touch. Uh, and better yet, it's not... Can you pull a- it up? I want to see what's in this class. It's not in America. What do you mean? It's in Canada, my guy. Oh, Canada's got it? Yeah. Send it over girls I'm working with millennials. <sighs> what are some of the things that they're offering? Uh, of course, sends the wrong message. Academic. Um, There's a perception out there that millennials are lazy or entitled or don't want to work hard. That's not accurate at all. Except in the case of Mike Harrington. It's weird that the CBC knows you so well. (laughs) In fact, in the research of our book, we found that working hard is more valued by millennials than their parents' or grandparents' generation. I don't think that's true. Their parents or grandparents? Yeah, probably. 
grandparents, my grandparents. My grandmother was born in 1901. Oh yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, my grandparents were were greatest generation. My grandfather. But there are some. My grandfather was only a few years older. My maternal grandfather was only a few years older than my dad, like maybe ten years older than my dad. And I'm pretty sure he was in World War II. Like he, like my dad was just too young for World War II. Oh no, maybe it was Korea. He was in Korea. I think if you were in Korea, you value working hard. Yeah, I, that's 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 some people though. There's also some people though that were. Their grandparents were boomers. Some millennials, I think. Okay, that's fair. Like, you think, like, the parents have a kid, or... Yeah, they have kids in, like, the the. 50s. Yeah, my dad was not a boomer. My mom was technically a boomer, I think. Yeah. And What's the 60s? 60s is a boomer. Yeah, that's... My mom was born in the 60s, I think. Either that or the lost generation. Because she was 20... Nine when I was born, she might have been thirty. Hold on. Tw- no, my dad was twenty-six years older than her. He was fifty-three. Uh, what's fifty-three minus twenty-six, Mike? Hurry up. Uh, uh, seven. Uh, twenty-seven. Okay, there you go. Twenty-seven. That's how old my mom was when I was born. I think twenty-eight. Something. Uh, yeah, Baby Boomer, Gen X. Uh, Baby Boomer is 46 to 64. Gen X is 65 to 79. Millennials is 80 to 94. So, yeah, I guess that is like... Uh, Boomer? Yeah, Millennials, though, they don't have... Uh, like, their grandparents are all going to be Greatest Generation or Silent Generation. Okay. Silent generation. That's right after, right? That's like the people born essentially like during World War II. No, right before or um Dur- yeah, 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 yeah. During or right after. Uh because nobody cared about that generation's thoughts. Twenty five to forty five. Oh yeah, okay. So oh, so like, right at the, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like right before or right after. Yeah, but it's also like But you had to live through the depression. That's what I'm saying. My dad was that. My dad was silent generation then. He had a lot to say. He was born in, no, 25? 30. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Silent Generation. Yeah. Uh, he had a lot, he, he yapped a lot for a Silent Generation. Really talking a lot of shit, that old man. Yeah. He had a lot to say. <laughs> a lot to say. A lot of things. Um, so how are, the, how are the Canadians dealing with these uh, millennials in the Senate? First of all, I would bet I'll bet you that half of the Senate is millennials at this point. The United States Senate? Yeah, what is the average age of the United States Senate right now, currently? Maybe it's 60. I who the fuck knows. It could be something crazy. But I feel like 64.3. Wow, that's <laughs> Think about how crazy that is when you think about the fact that like you can name a bunch of them that are younger than me right now. If you thought about it, right? Uh, I probably couldn't. I mean, Congress people, no, yes, but, but like a handful of senators. Senators, no. Oh yeah, AOC's a congresswoman, right? right? Senator. Okay, what's the average age of Congress, the House of Representatives? Um, average age of Congress is well, Congress 50. is both houses. Uh, well, Congress. Uh, well, Congress forever. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, well, no, yes, Congress is both houses, but they consider the the House Congress when they when they talk about it, like in the uh, colloquial. Yeah, yeah, okay. colloquial. That's what I was thinking of. Um, Fifty eight point four years old. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I guess there's 400 of them, and we don't know 300 and... There's, what, 465 or something? Uh, it's over 437. 400. Okay. Uh, we could probably name, like, 11. Yeah, and I can name pretty much all the young ones. Yeah, George Santos, my mans. <laughs> Dude. The dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just crushing it. Just everything. the fucking working man's gay hero. <laughs> Bro, he's my hero. I want to be him. It's just no, no. I'm saying he is the like. Oh, you're not saying he's the gay working man's hero. He's no, no, the no. working man's gay hero. The working man's gay hero. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with that. That's fair. Um, yeah, AOC, Ilan Omar, him. I, I was that chick, Myra Rodriguez. She's still there. Uh, but Lindsey Breitbart, uh, Lauren Bobert. Yeah, that was that's the one I meant. Uh. Is the hot Hawaiian chick still doing it, or she's Tulsi? No, nah, she's else? out. Okay, and she's actually, I think, older than me. She might be like forty-two. Whatever, I'm smashing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I guess I'm out. I'm out. I, uh, I, I couldn't Ga- tell you. Matt I'm, Gates, huh? Matt Gates. Matt Gates, I think, is a millennial, young hip millennial. Matt Gates. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, He's dating Lindsay, the Gen Ys. Lindsey Graham. He's old? Yeah, no, I'm just naming Congress people. Okay, now. Mitch McConnell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pelosi's still in there, uh, I think. Uh, who's the guy who just uh, became the Speaker of the House? McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's 10. And yeah. All right, so we're doing pretty six good. Six of them are millennials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, we, we, can, we can name them if we try. <laughs> we know some stuff that's going on in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nancy's in there. Let's go. Let's go, Nancy. Let's eat up titties, Nance. Um,. Speaking of which, we may as well just talk about this without moving on here. Did you see the video from inside Nancy Pelosi's home the day her husband got beat with the hammer? It's bizarre. How bizarre? Now, we watched the the video of him breaking in, right? Where it was like the guy smashed the window with a hammer. I think we watched that on the show a while back. Dude, it's the most. It looks like Reno nine one one. For real? I swear, to, it's the most bizarre video I've ever fucking seen. It's a minute thirty nine. You want to just watch it? Yeah, let's just watch it. I haven't seen this. Jump yet. ahead a little bit because, like, I think the first like ten seconds is the cops running up on the house. Just hit play, and then you can. Uh, yeah, definitely probably. don't want all of here. So, weird that they have painter's tape on the windows. I'm just going to throw that out there. Very, You couldn't take those off, guys? Is that like, painter's on. tape or accent? No, that's painter's tape. Oof. Which is, I mean, you guys are pretty fucking rich. Also, pretty crazy how close one of the most powerful women in the world lives to just the curb. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? So, now, pause on, it. Paul Pelosi, in his underwear, because he's in his house. Holding this hammer, there's a huge dude. That dude looks like... So it seems like... I don't want to... I don't think this is a gay prostitute, the way the internet is saying. You know that the internet said that this was a gay prostitute. Right, right, right. I don't think that that is a gay prostitute. Who hires that gay prostitute? 
Who, yeah, I mean, that's a gay prostitute in New Balances? I think not, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His belly is hanging out? That is not a gay prostitute. If that's a gay prostitute, he is the worst advertisement for gays and prostitutes I have ever seen. <laughs> like, that is crazy. If that is the gay prostitute, that billionaire fucking venture capitalist Paul Pelosi can get. Despite the fact that he, for some reason, still has painter's tape on his windows, that is very odd for it to be there at night. Okay. Uh, uh, devil's, av- devil's advocate? I understand that you are also too lazy to take painter's tape off when you're done painting. Yeah, I had Alex do it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, this guy shows up with drugs, and he's down to suck your dick and keep it on the low. I don't know that I would ever trust somebody who looks like that to keep anything on the low. Look at him. Yeah, but how is billionaire Paul Pelosi know where to get drugs? He's a billionaire. Yeah. You could just overpay for drugs. Yeah, but from whom? You could be like an undercover boss and then get one of your employees to buy you drugs. Yeah, Bro, somebody's going to just get... If he, if he was sitting in the office and said to like an underling... I would like some cocaine. They'd be like, whatever you say, Paul. Don't worry, I'll keep it to myself. And they'll just go get him cocaine. They might not suck him off. Yeah, you're right. I can't think of a good reason why, why you would he have would this pay for guy. this. Maybe that's where the dispute started, is that he was just like, uh, this isn't what I paid for, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put foppish twink in your bio here, and you are certainly not that. You are a sloppish twinkie. Um, so now let's watch some more of this. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is Pardon going on right I'm not getting any answer. I'm probably... Oh, shit. Pretty brutal. Yo. Now, you get what I'm saying about how it kind of looks like Reno 911 in the fact that your man was holding a drink. <laughs> Give me your fucking hand. Butt crack Give me out. Your fucking hand. All right, that's about all we need to see. They start tasing him after this. Um, now, pretty, like, so it's like, what? What happened right before that? <laughs> You understand what I mean? Like, did the cops get there in seconds after the house was broken into? You get what I mean? Like, it's like this guy broke into the... We saw the video of him breaking into the back window. Like, a couple months ago, right? From the security footage. So he had the hammer. It's not like Paul Pelosi was like, did somebody break into my house and grabbed a hammer and went to confront this guy and the cops showed up, kicked in the door, and then that's when the fucking struggle between the two of them and the hammer started. And they're just... Because they're standing there, it's weird, right? They're standing there weirdly, gingerly, holding this hammer together. And the door seems to be open as the cops walk up to it. No, they knocked on the door. And then he opened it. So it's like, they might, so apparently what happened is, and so this guy has been talking to them. And he's like, yeah, like, it's like, you know, they're just criminals. So I went in there and I was asking where she was. And I was going to make her tell the truth. And if she lied his definition of whatever a lie was, I was going to hit her with a hammer. That's, this is what this guy is saying. He's like, he's like, and now 
I personally believe that every member of Congress is a liar and a criminal. That's my personal opinion. However, he probably, I feel like he thought some wild shit. What do you mean? Like, like the fucking, the kids under comma ping pong shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. He thought, he's a pizza gator, I feel like. Why else do you break into a house if it's not about kid fucking? Hmm. It's not about the stock act, Mike. I, here's the thing. You think that guy's, that fat guy is mad about insider trading? Or is he pissed off that there might have been kid jizz on his pizza? I don't know, dude. I could see, I could see somebody being like, just having a mental break, being like, these people are too rich, they're too powerful, they get away with too much. Mm-hmm. I just want to hit them with a hammer. Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not disputing that. I think about hitting all those people with a hammer all the time. Yeah. It is, again, weird that they live that close to the street. Like, that was a connected house. You're a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> well, hopefully Paul Pelosi will be doing better next week. Seems like he's recovering. Do you think Nancy Pelosi just sitting there like uh, Elaine and Seinfeld, like Yankee Bean, Yankee Bean? <laughs> Remember when her old boyfriend had a stroke? No. <laughs> she had to feed him Yankee Bean soup. You think okay. she's just doing that? Yes. Oh, man, that's got to suck. No, she's, I guarantee you, I'll throw this out there. She has not talked to Paul Pelosi since this happened. Nancy? Yeah. He's just, she's just got like, I guarantee you she got an aide to dress like she used to dress when she was younger and just go, he's, because he's a 70-year-old man who just got beat with a hammer. He doesn't know what's going on. She busted out that outfit from when she was, remember that outfit from when she met JFK? Yes. Yeah, because she looked pretty good in that. She looked all right. Yeah. I guarantee she put one of her fucking interns in that outfit and said, just go just go make Paul feel better. Just go take care of Paul. And then that, like, hey, Nance, she, he keeps asking for a man to suck his cock and bring him coke. Should I hit him with the hammer again? Is it like amnesia? He got hit once and now he's gay? And if I hit him again, he's less gay? I think that is how that works. Maybe. You know what's crazy is that so many people online, Paul Pelosi was trending after this came out, and so many people on Twitter were going, you know, we need to make a list of all the people who made fun of Paul Pelosi. Like, even if you're politically a Democrat and you like Nancy Pelosi's politics, Paul Pelosi is still the opposite of what everything the Democratic Party pretends to stand for. He's a venture capitalist. Like, literally... What everybody says is the worst part about capitalism. He's just a rent sitter. And a bad landlord. Too lazy to take the painter's tape off. Ridiculous. Who does that? Maybe he let the help go home early that day. That was his first mistake. Knew he was having... Maybe if Consuelo was around, old Mumbly Joe would have broken in the back door. So do you think it was the thing where he was just, like, up late by himself drinking? No. And this guy broke in? His wife's out of town. Yeah. Here's the thing. Even if he had an erection in that fucking video, I would have gone, I still don't think this is gay. (laughs) Seven-year-old man, your wife's out of town? You might take a fucking Viagra just to get a good jerkin. 
that age, you want to get a, some good alone time jerking. Yeah? Mike, how long have you lived with, with Alex? Just two years, right? Yeah, about. About. How happy are you with that alone time jerk? That's after two years. No, no, dude. I like the at-home jerk. You like you like while she's there. I like yeah. I'll I'm, be honest. I've gotten I've gotten to like that jerk too. I'm retiring to my study. <laughs> oh, no, I like the I like the. I bet I can finish this before she gets out of the shower. <laughs> I like the fucking speed chess aspect of it. I'll be honest. But if I know she's out of town, you know I'll romance myself a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll put in some smooth jazz, spread a little flowers around, really get a good heart on going. I'll edge. I haven't edged in years. That is nice. Yeah, every once in a, once a year I get to edge. My girlfriend goes out of town. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get a good edge going. Oh man, dude! I tried. She's to... like, so what did you do while I was away? I was like, nothing. <laughs> Whole why is, lot of nothing. Why is your grip strength so much better? It's <laughs> crazy. Your forearms look crazy. Dude, I finally tried the auto blow. Again? Yeah. The second time. Well, yeah, but the first time doesn't really count. Okay. First time I had literally taken my dick out of a woman's mouth who was really going for it and just put it into this fucking real, real, real machine. <laughs> like that's sucks. the name of this. That's the sound the machine that Paul Pelosi's hooked up to now is making. <laughs> oh, he's not out of the hospital yet. No, for real. He's seven years old, and the guy hit him with a ball peen hammer, Mike. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she definitely hasn't seen him since. No. Man. Except, well, what if he comes back? Wow. Uh, All right. That's all the Paul Pelosi talk for now. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Mike, explain this uh, Eliza Blue thing to me. Okay. Uh, Are you sure it's Eliza Blue or Eliza Cuts or Eliza Nose? What? Eliza Liu. Who is it? Who are any of these? So people? this girl. I don't understand what this is. I just keep seeing pictures of this. And people going, this woman's a cunt. And the last thing I remember is somebody told me she was sex trafficked. And she was taking, she was trying to get on podcasts. So I told you that. So I, I found her. She was on, I think like Cernovich retweeted her or something. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe. You really are just going for it with the neocon fucking old white dad thing, huh? I mean, that's you're living very my, close to Long Island. It's my lane, dog. Yeah. Um. No, but it's just it's it. I don't know. It just pops up across my feed, and it's like, all right, this is. I like to have a mix of, of different voices because there is a lot of fucking Brooklyn horseshit on my feed too. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what? You call my tweets horseshit? I think they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. I'm very witty. Uh huh. Um. Uh, well, the. Uh, Um, yeah, so this chick came across my feet, mm-hmm. and, uh... She came it. across your feet? Yes, came nice. across my feet. Hot. Um, and she was, like, talking about, uh, like, working as, like, a sex trafficking, mm-hmm. uh, so, like, uh, to get people out of, like, sex trafficking situations on Twitter, and this was, like, around the time of fucking, uh, uh, Epstein, okay. where I was like, all right, this is interesting. Like, it is, it's is, interesting. This is enough of a fucking overlapping Venn diagram where I'll pay attention to what this chick is saying. So I've been following her for a couple of years, and uh, apparently she had beef with, like, uh, 
uh, Brittany Venti, who's like a friends with Chrissy Mayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, somebody who she dated in high school, like called into Chrissy's show mm-hmm. and like just started like, you know, just talked like a whole bunch of shit and was like, yeah, this chick's lying. She was just like a hoe. <laughs> like her whole thing was just a hoe who wanted oh, to be really? famous. And uh, yeah, like that's like her her thing. Like it, it is what it is. Um, so he like, he put in like a whole bunch of details, uh, and I did like a little bit of digging. Uh, she was like super into the band, my chemical romance and was like, Ew. A, she was essentially like a penny lane. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was like one of the fucking like insider girls who would like, fu- she fucked, I think the, the lead singer of my chemical romance for a while Ew. when she was like 18 or 19 Okay, and would like post on like all the MySpace and message boards about like inside goss on the band. Um, and then she got out of that, uh, and like went into... It is just weird how... (sighs) What? Young women, sometimes, not all, will get involved with a man and think that that man's accomplishments are now their accomplishments. They'll get involved with an already accomplished man. Oh, yeah. I think that somehow them being with this accomplished man is... is proof that they are also exceptional and not that they were just hot and available. No, dude, because it, it does kind of work like that. What do you mean? Like, I mean, just in the way this society works, Kim Kardashian collects men like fucking Infinity Stones. Yeah, but that that's also... She parlayed the sex tape into fame. She Kim Kardashian is richer than most of the men she's been involved with. Significant now, I, I would say any anybody after Ray J, excluding Kanye. No, she was not richer than Chris Humphreys at the time. Not at the time, but she, while they were together, she became richer than him. Right. Not because of him. Yes. By the end of that relationship, he was a guest star on her show. Right, but he went to that motherfucker gotta- tried to get in a sag. Right, but that's my point. Ginger ass fucking NBA player. Get out of here. He was already an established NBA player. Mm -hmm. She was some hoe with a sex tape, and then she became richer than him. Yeah. I'm all right, so like you give all right, so then that's the two, but that's just like she was also like a rich socialite. She was in circles with powerful men. It's a little different than like this chick was just some groupie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's very different than what Kim Kardashian was. Right. Like, Paris Hilton fucking a famous person, despite the fact that she was just a hotel heiress, doesn't change the fact that she was a hotel heiress to one of the richest families in the country. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's a vast difference between this chick was just some dude who was listening to compound media. And no offense to the fan bases of any particular podcast network, but something tells me... That guy didn't leave a board meeting at Goldman Sachs <laughs> and go, I wonder what Bill Schultz is doing. What's Gino up to right now? <laughs> and now that anybody leaves a board meeting and goes, I wonder what the Puerto Rican rattlesnake is up to right now. I don't know, dude. I think a lot of people are bored in a meeting. <laughs> I stand by it's that. dry January, Mike. I can't laugh at these. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, 
All right, so tell me some more about this lady. So basically what happened is she said she was a trafficking victim, and then she got called out on it, but then videos of her got taken down, and it was a video of her being a video hoe? Yeah, so she, so like I said, she was in the My Chemical Romance thing. Um, she left that to then go did to- rap videos. Yeah, she she went Can on- Can we to watch the video? Uh, now it'll get taken down off YouTube if we play it on the YouTube. Yes, so we just won't do that, but- mm -hmm. um, Okay. Well, just show me like a second of it. I just want to see what she looks like. Yeah. That's what they got. That's what they've been taken down for. Oh, literally one second. One, like just showing a still from the video. Oh, so don't even pull it up. Yeah. Okay. Because we might put this up as a highlight or something. Okay. Um. So. So can I just see what she looks like? Because I'm not quite sure. Sure. Um. I know what her Twitter profile picture is. That's about it. I said I would want to talk to her because she said she so so basically what came out she said she was in this rap video and this is supposed to be the time that she was in recovery for being a human trafficking victim right okay so and she's very sexual in this video oh wildly and so she's claiming that she was taken advantage of to be in the video this is her now yes not bad looking so apparently there are interviews that she's done where she's been like, uh, yeah, I was like super excited to work with uh, this director. Like it's a dream come true. Like I had a, I had like a thought, like how do I get myself in front of more people, mm -hmm. especially in an urban market that I know is going to love me, uh, world star hip hop. Like that's the... Oh, the she literally said, uh, I'm a thick white girl. Yes. Y'all going to love me. Yes. But not in so many words. So you're saying that... So she's being accused of sexualizing herself while asking not to be sexualized. This is essentially... Uh, while, while claiming victimhood for sexualization. Well... And then there's... So what actually happened with the human trafficking thing? So there... She's never, like, you know, uh, told that story, like, well, you front don't, to you back. Don't, you, nowadays, you don't kind of have to tell those stories as a, a, a victim of these things. You kind of just say it happened... I understand. Supposed that. to believe somebody, right? Uh, but she also said um, there's another interview she did where she told some lady, uh, she's like, "Yeah, you were like the first one to come out with this, uh, you know, I was human traffic thing." And she's like, "Well, you know, to be fair, before it was cool, yeah." And uh, she, she's the hipster of human trafficking. So the the hipster of human trafficking goes, "Well, to be fair, back in the day, I, I was I said that I had a pimp, you know, and like that was where." And she's like. Yeah, but that's like the kind of wording that, you know, we were just like taught to use then. And we didn't like, we didn't figure out how to navigate that. What? Yeah. Wait a second. She said, do you have this video? Yeah, let me see if I can find that. Because um, that's a bizarre. Having a pimp is not being human trafficked. You could say you were taken advantage of by, you were manipulated and mentally abused by a pimp. Right? So that's a big part of what pimping is. You ever read Iceberg Slim's books, Mike? Yes. So, I mean... I did not read them, but I'm, I'm aware of them. I don't think... I, I have read... I read Pimp, which is the first one. I got the gist of it. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't feel like I needed to read more of his uh, pimp memoirs that had been fictionalized intentionally because he wasn't a snitch. Which, I'll be honest, I'm going to throw this out there... Compared to the entertainers of today, I very much respect Iceberg Slim uh, in retrospect for fictionalizing his own life story 
because the people that were involved in the story are still alive and living lives. Whereas nowadays, motherfuckers just go on TV and we're like, yeah, I was killing motherfuckers with so-and-so. <laughs> so much love to Iceberg Slim, but he was not exactly a nice guy. Pimps were not nice guys. Like, they were kind of just taking advantage of, essentially, this is the actual problem with the whole you-have-to-believe-women thing. It's not happening to a lot of smart women. I'm just going to say that. There are smart women and there are stupid women. They're not all perfect creatures. So he was taking advantage of stupid women. Now, stupid men tend to be stronger than smart men. Right? So there's a trade-off there. Stupid women, probably weaker than smart women. Smart women, if it was just women around, would be fucking the game up. Well, are you? Because they're big, burly bitches, is what I'm saying about smart hoes. It's true. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Do you get a bunch of Velmas together? Dude, I'm just saying, it's like anytime you see like a female athlete, she's also good at school. It's not like male athletes who are fucking borderline illiterate. You know what I mean? Male fucking D1 college athletes are fucking morons. Female D1 college athletes are kind of smart. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. Because they know sports ain't paying the fucking bills. That's right, ladies. I'm a feminist. You can be stupid, too. So, do you find this video? No, I'm trying to find the exact interview. I found like uh, some stuff she did with like Hotep Jesus, mm. um, but I'm trying to find this exact one where. Uh, but I would say it is marginally different to be sex trafficked. So a big aspect of sex trafficking is you're isolated. So sex trafficking can also be pimping. However, sex trafficking is kind of more the aspect of being a pimp. Where this is what they're accusing Andrew Tate of. And we'll talk about him in a minute as well. But it's kind of like you go, I'll buy you a plane ticket to here. And then the girl gets there, and then you kind of go, yeah, I'm not sending you back. Uh, I know this guy will pay you to suck his dick, though. Oh, but also you owe me money for this apartment you've been staying in. And that's kind of how you end up. Now, once you've, once you've broken the whore seal, I feel like, now that's it. That's your life. Yeah, I mean that is. Well, at least I think that's the that is the old mentality. Now you can, you can, whores can move back and forth between worlds now. Kinda. Mia Khalifa's doing it. She's not really moving. I heard she was hollering at Andrew Tate on the internet. Oh really? She broke up with her latest boyfriend. Let me see. <laughs> Mia Khalifa's going after Tate. I think she's just tweeting at him. Sick. Is she trying to get up in the videos? Why, how could you not? <laughs> um, you're, you're not finding this video, though. I, uh, At I'm, this point, we, we need to give up on it. Okay. Sorry. I was still looking for it, but my bad. Yeah, I mean, it's been 10 minutes. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that's the gist of it. Yeah, essentially. So now she's done for. I mean, this seems very similar to... Here's the thing is, like, you can be recovering from... If you're an actress, you have to take roles, right? So it's like you can be a rape victim and then be uh, sexual in roles. 
Like, what about uh, what's the chick from Boardwalk Empire? Paz, what's her face? Paz de la Huerta? Yeah. Didn't uh, she get Weinsteined? Did she? Probably. She got Wined and Dinesteined. Yeah. Double timed. And then, you know, she played a very sexual character in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, that is kind of her whole vibe. Yeah. I mean, that name is a pretty sexy name. She's a sexy lady. I mean, if that's how you're doing your job, you can't stop doing your other gig, so I can kind of get it. However, if she was just being a hoe, like if she was just like in videos and kind of like found a guy to facilitate people paying her for sex, which is also a thing, right? Like we know people who do that. Yeah. Then, like, if that you're was that was that guy actually a pimp or was he a manager? Those are different. Like, I think if you're a pimp, you're a guy who has manipulated a dumbass into thinking you love them and that she's out working the same way you're working. You know what I mean? For you as a couple. You know what I mean? She's putting in work all day. Um, but this also is like kind of like that chick. It's a similar story to that chick at the gym. You sent me that. Yeah. You pulled that up. What was her name? So this woman posted the video of like this guy keep. And these are, I've seen a bunch of these different videos of women be like this guy keeps looking at me. It could be because you're filming yourself, and it's like very conspicuous. So you kind of look over when somebody's filming themselves for a long time and talking to a camera. You kind of look at them and go, "Is that one of those like chicks I follow on Instagram or something?" Like, is this a fitness model that I might know who it is? Like, if you're out in the wild trying to be an influencer, people are going to be like, I wonder what they're doing. Because it's something you're curious. Now, mind you, that guy might have been looking at this chick. Can you pull the picture of her? Because she's not even that hot. Yeah, I mean, that's her in, like, her sluttiest. And it's like, all right. She's attractive. Don't get me wrong. But, like... All right. Um... So, yeah, she's like, this is her being like, this guy kept making me extremely comfortable at the gym. This is why I ended up crying on stream. So I feel so grossed out at the times of the amount of sexualization I experienced. I despise being sexualized. And then 10 months ago, yo, <laughs> I got nudes on the fan house. Yeah, I mean, clearly she doesn't despise being sexualized <laughs> all the time when it's for money. And I guarantee she got rid of that really quickly because if you don't have like an insane amount of followers, you they said something like, I think it's like some, it was on women posting their L's on Twitter, but it was like, I'm in the six top um, 37% on OnlyFans this month. I made $100. That means 63% of people on OnlyFans made under $100. Oof. Now, that also probably means that there's, there's probably a bunch of people who set up accounts and then did nothing. Like, there's probably a bunch of people who set up content creator accounts who never once posted. Right. Like, I bet there's... I bet there's a, like, just like there's, there's podcasts, like, they always say there's, like, a million podcasts, right? Well, but But also, there's 999,999, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but there's also, like, if you think about it, every person who signs up on the site is technically a content creator on a site. So it's like, how many dudes who just, okay, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, already, oh, is it, it, oh, it works like YouTube. So if you have a YouTube account, you're all, you also have a YouTube channel. Yes. Even if you post zero videos. Exactly. So yeah, I would imagine you need more consume. Yeah. So then you, you, then that's not an accurate number. No, God, no. It's Unless it's got to be, if it's 63% of earners, maybe you have to earn $1 to be considered an earner. Maybe. I don't know how OnlyFans works, but let, let's take a look at this. She's not even on OnlyFans, she's on Fan House. Yes. 
and she's not on Fan House anymore. No. She's gone. This woman got dragged on the internet. Oh, yeah, she got killed. Well, because you can't, because there, there is this weird thing where it's like, you kind of can't have it both ways. Because, like, all like women really like the attention from the soft men when they go, I get taken advantage. Like, I get taken advantage of by women all the time. You know what I mean? By men all the time. Like, at this point, when a woman says that to you, what do you think, typically? Uh, okay. Okay, lady. That's literally... Yeah, like, it's like, how much? Like, and it's like, so it's all of you. I don't do that. Harrington doesn't do that. Chris Stanley doesn't do that. Probably Bronx Johnny does a little bit, but that's uh, it's a cultural thing. But, like, who is doing all of this sexualizing of women? And also... If you hate it so much, you probably shouldn't have... But that's the thing, is they want to get the bag also. It's like, it, this is, is this different than what I was saying about the other chick? Or is this, like, am I being hypocritical already? How so? Because I'm saying that you can be the victim... You can be the victim of some sort of emotional abuse and still be able to, like, work sexually as a creative. Like, you could be sexy in a movie or a vi- music video if you're trying to be an actress. I think it's a little different than just straight up being... an on OnlyFans getting naked for money. Yeah, but I think it's saying the words, uh, I don't like being sexualized. And then sexualizing yourself. Right. It's like you're very clearly playing to both extremes. Well, 10 months ago, she may have tried to be sexualized, realized she doesn't like it because of the low dollar amount she received. (laughs) Be like, I would be... How many messages do you think every girl... Like, every girl who tries to get an OnlyFans who has, like, let's say 10,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, like, a like not a smoke in hot chick, but a chick who posts a lot and still has 10,000 followers, right? Right. So, it's like... She's like, all right, I have 10,000 followers. If 1,000 of them follow me to OnlyFans and pay $5, I'm making 60 grand a year. Just... And I'll just take, like, slightly sluttier photos... And then it's like people are like, yo, you're not hot. I gave you $10 to see your butthole, lady. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You got to be retardedly hot to just charge for, like, pasty photos. You got to be a top tier. Like, you know what I mean? There are chicks who make, like, a million dollars a month who are, like, literally just posting photos of them in pasties. Yeah, I don't think Bad Bar- Baby shown titty yet. No, she. I think she has finally shown nipple. Yeah? Yes. All right. But she's not sucking cock on there, I'll tell you that. But I'm just saying, it's like, if you got 10,000 followers, there might be 100 guys who show up and they go, oh, I assumed you were showing butthole. I can't even, you're insulting me, lady. <laughs> like, like, I, if, like, you know, if PayPal doesn't do lewd business anymore, but they're pretty good about chargebacks. If, pay, if only fans accepted PayPal... You could probably go to PayPal and be like, this bitch isn't showing her butthole, and PayPal would give you your money. Like, American Express, <laughs> if you put your American Express into OnlyFans, the, the amount of chargeback, I guarantee you OnlyFans does not take American Express. Because the amount of chargebacks, a motherfucker's calling American Express and be like, yeah, dog, no butthole. <laughs> and American Express was like, got you, G, chargeback. That's why American Express doesn't get taken in a lot of places. That's nice restaurants. Because people leave a nice restaurant and go, I want all that. And American Express is like, yeah, have your money back, bud. <laughs> all the time. 
<laughs> but anyway, I said we would talk a little bit about this Andrew Tate thing. There was an article that came out about Andrew Tate and his... Um, I sent it to you. Can you pull it up? It, uh, uh, it was about Andrew Tate and they talked to... The BBC talked to the women that he uh, supposedly human trafficked to Romania. And uh, it's very odd. So first, pull up the age of consent in Romania. Oh. Uh, 18. Oh, okay. So then he is a criminal here. <laughs> but it is 16 in a lot of countries. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I just read Romanian girl, and he put some flirty emoji, Dar- Daria told me. I was confused because I only had 200 followers, and it was a private account. Um, he may have just typed Romanian girl into fucking the search bar. In Romania. So apparently he just used a script. And I'll tell you this. I have a cousin who definitely just used a script on Tinder. When he was doing telemarketing, he just wrote himself the script for uh, for dating apps. And he did pretty well. Did good? Yeah. I can't find this article you sent me. I'm sorry. I've been looking everywhere. It's on your Twitter. It's on my Twitter? I definitely sent it to you on Twitter, yeah. Um it's called uh, Andrew Tate. Romanian teens explain how he approached them on oh, social media. I got it. Okay. It was last week. Um, now, they did find a really creepy photo of him. This one? Yes. Um, but apparently they knew. he. So basically, this is what they're saying. Like, he must have known we were 16. It says our high school in our bio. But it's like, I don't know. Who the fuck edits their bio? I don't edit my bio. Do you edit your bio? I haven't even changed my... Think about it. I'll tell you this. My fucking profile photo on Instagram is from two years ago. If I was 16, I'd all of a sudden be ready, willing, and able. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, that's if I was a lady, maybe, but sure. I haven't changed my profile picture in two years. I, uh, I feel like I changed my bio twice a year, three times a year. Why? To update the various jobs that I do or do not have. I think it still says that you produce broad topics and you stick know what? Portly. It it no, it doesn't say stick and portly, but it does say broad topics. I'm gonna change that. Oh well, I don't think these sixteen-year-old girls are getting hired and fired as often as you, Mike. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so it's just it's just an odd thing that they've like. So now they're these girls are in university. I don't understand. That's not. I don't know. I feel like if you're casting a wide net, it's one thing. Again, like we said, what was that last week when we we're talking about Justin Roiland? Was that last week or two weeks? Yes. Ago? Where we were like, if a girl messaged me and said, "Hey, what's up?" and then you're talking to him, and then she was like, "I'm 16," I would block them immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And set a timer. It, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of an alarm, not a timer. It's a little less creepy. No, dude, get a Because if you can check... Get a fucking wall calendar. If you can check a timer... <laughs> if you can check a timer <laughs> from when a chick is... That's almost worse than just fucking them when they're 16, I think. Nope. The timer makes it hot. <laughs> dude, do you remember there was, like, timer websites for, like, the Olsen twins? I and- remember, and it wasn't creepy because I was 14 at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I always think about... Um, the movie Havoc with Anne Hathaway and oh, how yeah. hot she was in that. 
and she plays like a 16 year old right yeah i mean she was but like she was 19. she's older than me yeah like and the, mo- the movie came out in 2002 and she's a year older than me i'm like ah, i don't feel that bad about this yeah it's fine but yeah. she was playing a 16 year old and having a lot of sex yeah oh man what a good movie yeah what a very good movie very bad movie. What are you talking she's about? She's really hot. She's so hot, dude. Dude, Andrew Tate, she, and she loves trash bags. Oh, man, if she hadn't gotten in trouble a few years ago, you know Andrew Tate would have scooped up fucking Anne Hathaway's. I feel like, how did the Nexium cult happen for all those years? And without and her? Never once bring in Anne Hathaway. Yeah, that seems odd. She's so hot. How crazy is it that like a lot of these fucking like, very rich and powerful, famous for being super hot, Models and actresses end up with like real scumbag dudes. What do you mean? Like it makes fucking perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think the scumbag dude is like that's the kind of guy who fucks a Scarlett Johansson? You gotta be Scarlett Johansson with a scumbag. No, dude? no, no. She's with fucking uh, Colin Jost. Yeah, Colin Jost. But still, yeah, they're married. <laughs> Dumb bitch. She's from this neighborhood, you know. She's born and raised, Lower East I Side? She's a Lower, I believe she's a Lower East Side gal. Damn. Um, Rosario Dawson, too. Yeah, new Rosario. Um, but uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, why do these chicks end up... Yeah, I think you got to be... It's the same thing. It's the opposite of like being Kim Kardashian. If you're not rich and you're just famous for being super hot, the way you get to the game... Is by being like okay around scumbags. All right, fair enough. You know that is kind of the world. I mean, look, if you can navigate the scumbags that come out better off, you're a strong woman. I respect you. You're not as strong as those varsity athletes who are also smart, but you're the next to the you're the next alpha in the range of women. So. Shout out to all those hosts. You know? Are you gambling? No, no, no. I'm uh, tweeting for my karate friends. Moving on. <laughs> what is the noise coming into my headphones? It's Bobby Hutch uh, editing skanks. Guys, we got to talk about a quick uh, friend. Uh, we got to talk about YoKratom.com. Wait, did we talk about YoKratom.com, our friends at YoKratom.com last week? Um, not sure. So loud. Um, all right, well, this is an ad. I don't care if the sound is bad in the ad for YoKratom.com. There are friends and all, but the sound can be bad. I'm going to need to talk to you about other things. We got other things to talk about. Uh, no, it's, it's, we're definitely time to talk about our friends at YoKratom. Oh, it's time to talk about our friends at YoKratom.com. The home of the $60 kilo, YoKratom.com. They have uh, red Borneo, green Borneo, white Borneo kratoms, all sorts of Viet Cong kratoms. Trainwreck is my favorite kratom. They have it in pills, but really what they are known for is being the home of the $60 kilo. What else are you getting at that price nowadays? With the- Eggs are like $7,000 a kilo right now. It's crazy how expensive eggs are. We should make a meme about it. I don't think anybody's done that, Mike. Eggs are crazy expensive. Kratom is cheap. So every morning, make sure you get up and you crack open a couple of Kratoms into your frying pan. Sizzle them up. And honestly, Kratom, I think you can get a good hash brown-like consistency if you really need to. You get like a nice uh, Kratom latkes. 
Put a little sour cream on there. Get that going. And you can do all that thanks to YoCratum.com. So go to YoCratum.com. It's the home of the $60 kilo. Moving on. Are we going to war with China? Is this a thing? Eventually. Why is they saying 2020? Why have multiple people said now it's 2025 is the year we're definitely going? It's just, I don't like that they say that. Why? We've always had like a countdown clock to war. 2025? It just seems odd. Two different people, uh, an Air Force general, and then uh, uh, a, a, a congressman both said, and then uh, Mike Minahan said that uh, my gut feeling, your gut, we don't have an analyst? <laughs> your gut feeling tells me we will fight in 2025 over Taiwan? And then that dude from NASA is just like, on the moon! <laughs> We're fighting over Taiwan. On- we should just move Taiwan to the moon. And then we'll know if China really wants Taiwan and the moon if they go after the moon. Taiwan to the moon, baby. To the moon, baby. Let's go. Look. Here's what you do. You put Taiwan on a parlay. <laughs> War with Taiwan. If it doesn't happen, it's just going to be like global warming now. That's why I don't like these fucking things. (laughs) I say this all the time. It's like, you can believe in climate change all you want. Go back and watch fucking Inconvenient Truth. They said we'd all need to have gills by 2022. And we don't. It's 2023, baby. No gills. No gills. Uh, And that's how I feel about this war with China. If we don't have it in 2025 now, now we're going to get complacent. It's like how nobody left town uh, because of Hurricane Irene and then Hurricane Sandy, a bunch of people drowned. You have to stay diligent, Mike. That'd be a problem. Yeah. So uh, stop saying we're going to war with China unless it's actually on the moon. <laughs> and we know it's happening. Is this saga rules? We're going we're gonna to fight a civil war on the moon? I think that's how we have to do it. Mm. I think that's the best way to fight a civil war is on the moon. <laughs> it's it, true. Yeah. It will be, it'll be grand. It'll be grand. And I'll be honest, Chinese people all look like that guy who lives on the moon. The man on the moon. That's why the old racist term for them was celestials. Did you know that, Mike? I did know that, thanks to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything is possible. I'm really worried, though, when anyone starts talking about war with China being inevitable, a Democrat, boo, said on the Fox program. And I want to be completely clear, it's not only not inevitable, it's highly unlikely. Well, the Demo- didn't they also say that uh, COVID didn't come from China and that you should go hug a Chinese person while COVID was happening? Damn, dude. Democrats did also say that. Democrats specifically are- Nancy Pelosi. Democrats are in the bag for China. <laughs> no, but do you you did know that, right? Oh yeah. You don't remember that tweet where Nancy Pelosi was like, "Go hug an Asian." What a fucking strange thing to say. Yeah. She actually said celestial. Her intern who tweets for her changed it. She said oriental. Yeah. yeah <laughs> She's yeah. not that far back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's not old enough. JFK probably called them celestials, though. Let's be, let's be fair. True. Um, all right. So war with China, 2025. Put it on your calendars. Moving on. Mike, did you see the, 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 the banshees of insurance? Uh, the sequel to uh, In Bruges. What the hell is In Bruges? It's a. I honestly thought it was the sequel to. Thought it was the same movie. 
Is In Bruges also a stupid Irish movie? I fucking hated this movie, by the way. <laughs> it's Colin Farrell in like Brussels. He's like a hitman in Brussels. Oh, this is not that at all. Somebody's going to kill him. Dude, this movie, people, have you heard people jerking off all over this movie? Loving it? Uh, Nominated for a bunch of awards. Three different people told me this movie's fantastic. Sucks. Stinks. Terrible movie. No, it's no malignant. I'll tell you that. Uh, this movie is god fucking awful. It's Colin Farrell. And he's just some other guy, some other Irish guy, doesn't want to be his friend anymore. Wait, what? That's it. That's, That's it. the whole movie. I swear to God, I think Irish people just want to have movies. And they're just so happy that there's a movie about being Irish. <laughs> Every time there is one. This is why we had to fucking uh, deal with everybody thinking uh, uh, Boondock Saints was good for years. No, it, Boondock Saints is great. No, no, it's not. You have The Departed now. You don't need an Irish gangster movie that's bad. Uh, Boondock it, Saints is great. It, it, uh, Mike, the Irish are just terrible. <laughs> First of all, I hate Irish Americans just in general, just because, and I am part Irish, uh, but just, it just, just here's why. They see something about Ireland, and they're like, that's like us. But if you ask Colin Terrell... If he thinks that is like that the Irish here are like the Irish there, he will spit in your face. <laughs> yeah. That is our friend from Ireland. That's why I'm using him as an example. He, I literally told him my grandfather was born in Ireland. He goes, yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's how all off-the-boat Irish are, though. I'm just saying, I just don't like when the Irish here see that. And I'm like, no, no, no. You guys are way closer to fucking Oklahoma shit than you are Irish shit. Yeah. You go, go write a limerick, jerk off. <laughs> no, no, your dad never wrote a limerick. My grandfather, born in Ireland, wrote limericks. So your, your, father, limerick your father, born here. Ever write a limerick? I've written a limerick. For this show? <laughs> no, for middle school. Oh, for, yeah, back for when you were fucking trying to be a slam poet. Yeah. Um, has your father ever written a limerick? No, I don't think so. My grandfather would write a poem for every one of our birthdays. No. For all of his children's birthdays and then all of his grandchildren's birthdays for fucking decades. And we all called him gay for it. <laughs> what a incessant. What a wildly gay culture. Dude, the Irish? Yuck. <laughs> the actual Irish? Yucko. The <laughs> Irish Americans? Again, yucko. <laughs> just, just for commiserating. Dude, dude, this whole movie is just like this guy goes, I just don't like it anymore. And Colin Farrell Cape is like, what do you mean? You want to have a pint and trick a pint with me? What the fuck is? Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's just. And then the best part is this guy loses all his fingers, right? So he can't play. So basically this guy's like, I just want to play my fiddle because he couldn't say violin. He had to say his fiddle. And, uh, 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 uh he cut off all his fiddling fingers because Colin Farrell just kept asking him how he was doing. And then he was just composing with his stump hand holding the fiddle like this, kind of. It's very odd. I want to watch this movie now. You sold me. I sold you? Terrible. My hot take is this movie sucks. Sounds I hate it. Awful. I don't like you for liking it. <laughs> and like then at the end, his sister just goes, you can just move in with me on the mainland. By the way, it takes place on a fake island off the coast of Ireland. They're the Irish region. It's the, it's the Sardinia of Ireland, apparently. Um, and it takes place during the Irish Civil War. It's towards the end. And his sister goes, 
Now, mind you, this is a weird thing about this movie that I noticed, and uh, I didn't see it in any of the write-ups. No one in the movie seems to have a love, uh, a love interest. Like, him and his sister live together. They're both single. This guy with the fingers, single. There's, a, there's another kid in a movie who actually reminded me of you. There's this guy in the movie. Uh, uh, he's supposed to be the dumb one on the island, but that's not why. His dad's a cop, and he beat him with a tea kettle. And I was like, that probably used to happen to Harrington all the time. His dad's a cop, and I bet he beat him with a tea kettle for sassing him back in the day. A tea kettle? I, I don't know what your dad beats you with. Certainly not a tea kettle. Shillelagh? Just <laughs> trying to get in with his roots? Yeah, dude, a walking stick. Yeah, he wrote a limerick on that ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so that all happened. But then his sister goes, you can just come stay with me. And he goes, no, nah, don't worry, it's great here. Uh, except that one kid died, and then also, um, my my fucking, it's just, it, I don't want to spoil too much of this movie. But it, this is, I, stop telling me this movie's good. It might be good. I don't think it's good, man. <laughs> I don't think it's good. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see what the Academy says. Are you going to watch it for next week? Yeah, dispute I mean, me on this? It sounds like the kind of movie I can just throw on and Alex will fall asleep to immediately. So that's oh, that's where we're at. Oh boy, oh boy, will she? I'll tell you that. I'll, dude, I'm gonna throw this out there about like uh, 1920s Irish attire. By the way, on the beach regularly in fucking trench coats. Odd. It takes place in the 20s. Ugh. Yeah, the Irish Civil War ended in the late in the mid 20s, right? Ugh. Yeah, 1980. Okay, Jesus, yeah. this is gonna be bad. Um. So it so yeah 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 nobody has a TV in this movie. <laughs> I I think the whole thing would be resolved if they just had TVs. I'll be honest. Cuz I think that guy so basically that's the whole thing. Is Colin Farrell's a dumbass and he's his friend is like sick of talking to him about his dumbass shit. It's not like this show. I'm sure at some point you'll get sick of listening to my dumbass <laughs> shit and this show will end. And you'll be like I just don't like you anymore, Chris. I'm sure you will say exactly that. It's fine. However, basically, he goes, I've just wasted so many hours just listening to you prattle on about nonsense. I can't do it anymore. Eventually, I'm going to die, so I need to... The music will live on. Fucking the Irish are the worst. Yuck. Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm looking for, uh, for a thing for the next segment. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. Um, so... Yeah, this movie is is very bad. Just stop wearing trench coats on the beach. Stop, just stop being Irish, <laughs> yeah. uh, dude. The fucking the clothes they were wearing made me sleepy. Yeah, I swear to God, dude. Like the collars on the sweaters that they were all wearing. The I I'm telling you, like looking at their attire made me sleepy. <laughs> Did they all just seem very warm? Yeah, I guess, but also it was like raining a lot in the movie and they all were clearly wearing mostly wool all the time. Oof. It's like, I just kept thinking about that old fucking joke. Why when it rains, oh, white people smell like wet dog? I just kept thinking of that for the whole movie. So I guess I was a bit distracted is what I'm saying. But if this, if he had a TV, then it wouldn't matter. You know? Then he could just sit at home and, and watch, watch the himself. TV. That's what dumbasses do now. In 1923, in fake Ireland, they had to go bother some guy down at the pub over a point. Fact. 
Moving on. I said before, what do you want to talk about right now, Mike? Uh, well, I mean, it's getting a little late, so I think we should talk about the worst possible thing we can. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. After oh, this oh my God. Yeah, okay. I don't want to watch the video. So okay. we, we, we decided we were going to talk about the... Uh, is his name Tyre Nichols? Is that how you pronounce that? I think it's Tyre, but Tyre? maybe it's Tyre. I've just been reading about it, yeah. and I've been avoiding watching... The assault on him. Now it was six cops. It was because it's America in 2023. We have to acknowledge that it was five black cops and one white cop. I'm only seeing four in this video. There's four. Okay, so there was four involved, and then there were some that tried to cover it up, and they're also been put on. A sixth cop was just put on leave, who was a fat white guy. Um, But the cops that were involved with the original initial assault were uh, all black dudes. And there was a weird thing going on on Twitter about it where they were saying that he worked at FedEx, right? And FedEx put out a statement about this, which very odd for corporate FedEx to put out a statement about, like, motherfucker who wrote that did not know this dude. Um, but he worked at FedEx and apparently was, the rumor was he was piping down one of the officers who attacked him's ex-wife is the internet rumor of the weekend. Yeah. And then I saw people being like, well, if he knew he was... Like, I saw people being like, ah, if he knew, I mean, that's kind of on him. And then other people being like, damn, if he didn't know, though, give me man a break. And then there were some people saying that that dude was still married. And then uh, you could see this one cop taking pictures off fucking camera. You can kind of see his flash going off. And that's because he was sending pictures to the what to the wife. No. Of them fucking him up. That's like a rumor that's going on on the internet. It could be the fakest thing in the world. Oh, my God. Are you watching the video? I am. Is it that bad? It's not good. You know, can we watch it side by side with the Rodney King video? Uh... Well, that's another thing is you sent me a video. Can you pull up the video you sent me about the lady talking about it on Fox News? Sure. Which I found distasteful and annoying. Yeah, it was Fox News. Of course it was distasteful and annoying. I feel like not everything they do is distasteful and annoying. Uh, wait, hold on. I mean, there must be something. I feel like I enjoyed Patrice on Red Eye. I, mean, I guess that's got to be 12 years ago at least. Yeah. Uh, all right, here, let me bring this up. Author of War on Cops, we have Heather McDonald here. Heather, take us out big picture. Oh, she's the author of War on Cops? This is is extremely Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Jesse, this looks like absolutely terrible tactics. Cops are desperate for more tactical training in de-escalation and stress control so they're not put in in a position that they feel they need to use uh, lethal force. And instead, they're being given implicit bias training, diversity training, complete waste of money. But the narrative that is being put on what looks to be a very horrific incident is inflammatory. It's coming from the president on down that we are living through an epidemic of racially biased uh, police well, killings of black men. Well, it can't be racially biased if most of them were black, right? <laughs> 
Most of the cops are black? Yeah, most of the cops are black. In yeah. this particular incident. It can still be of just the institution of policing is inherently against black men. Even if it's black cops perpetuating the violence. I mean, that's... I think that's where the argument always lies, right? What do you mean? Well, like, a lot of people thought this was going to go away because the guys were all black, but then a lot of the narrative is still about the inherent racism in the situation. But, I mean, like, look, there's a weird... There's now there's now a furthered cultural narrative where people fucking kind of go, I know my rights kind of... Sh-. Like, it's like, I'll tell you this, as somebody who's been... I've had complaints that I filed against police officers in the past because of getting hit by police officers. It was your dad. Um, no, I, I'm joking, but it was like, it's it's a weird fucking thing where it's like, now it's like, it's becoming a chicken or the egg situation where it gets worse and worse. But this is a fucking, it's a fucked up situation, but this lady is saying, so her argument is they need more de-escalation training? I don't think any amount of de-escalation training is going to work in this situation. Because they just yoked that dude up out of the car. Look, we were watching the video. You had it on, right? They just pulled him out of the fucking car. Yep. There was no escalation. How do you de-escalate that situation? Yeah. They just fucked him up. And then immediately going to tasers, and then when he's on the ground, macing him. And then he died, right? Later that day. I don't know. This is You told me that he died. I heard he died. Oh. Yeah, he died. Dude, they, uh, yeah, it's bad. At one point, um, I, we don't have to show the video. But it's a horrific beating. At one point, he, uh, he had two officers, one on each arm, while another two officers took turns landing full-on haymaker hook shots on this guy's chin. Mm. It was crazy. Like, power slap to the max. Yeah, I, here's the thing. Kind of a better ass whooping than usually white cops give to black guys, I'll tell you. You're doing a better job. I'm going to throw this out there. This is why everybody's going, this is a particularly horrific video. Go to World Star Hip Hop or YouTube and watch videos of people getting jumped. Then watch videos of white guys jumping somebody. And then watch videos of black guys jumping somebody. The black guys are always better at it. And this is not a racist thing of saying that uh, black guys are jump people and they're more. No, I'm just saying they're better athletes. Which we know. We all have access to televisions. As a rule, it seems to be black dudes, better athletes than white dudes. You know, a gang beating is a lot like a jazz session. You know what I mean? You got to know when to jump in, jump out with your instruments, you know? You need good rhythm, dude. Yeah. And whether your gang is the police or the Crips, you need good rhythm. You need to get in there. You got that rhythm, Mike? Not I. No. There's a reason, dude. It's fucking great at running trains. Great basketball players. Just team players. Great jazz music. Just all good. It's just, a rhythm game. It's a rhythm game, but you also got to like, you got to be able to read your teammates. You got to have that unspoken bond. And I think white people, we just don't have. We're just a little too closed in. We're not as uh, 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 open spiritually. You know what I mean? It's true. I don't think, dude. And you know what? Bet white cops wouldn't be wearing Tim's. Were they wearing Tim's? I mean... Steel toes? No. Looks like it might be. I don't know, I, are you allowed? To, they don't issue you shoes? Yeah, dude. They got government-issued Tims. No. Word? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why you got to defund the police. Hell yeah. They shouldn't have Tims. Damn. That's crazy. 
What's a cheat? They need fucking. Uh, they need those fake t- Tims from fucking Steve Madden. That's what they need to be wearing. These fucking lugs. Guys. Yeah, go get some lugs driving shoes. <laughs> Maybe you'll do better in these speed, these high speed chases. You stupid pigs. Man. I can't find this Rodney King footage anywhere. Really? Yeah, they've scrubbed the Rodney King footage off the internet. It's tough. It's not a very good beating. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. They fucked that dude up. I told you I've seen uh, 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 what's his name, Admiral Luima, make it rain in a club, right? I don't know who that is. He's the guy who got the plunger stuck up his ass by the NYPD. Whoa! Back in the uh, '90s. You've seen him make it rain. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is he was in the hospital across the street from my high school. He was in Brooklyn Hospital. And then when he got out, years later, I was at this fucking, uh, I was just, it wasn't even a strip club. It was just like, he just had, he was like buying, getting bottles and shit at like some like bottle service bar. And my buddy was just like, yo, that's Abner Luima right there. But he had all that settlement money. So he was like rich. And most people, I didn't recognize him. My boy was like, dude, that is for sure Ab- Abner Luima. I am fucking positive. That's Abner Louis. And, like, he was pretty famous at the time. Like, so he must have been, like, paying in cash. Because you can't give your card and then try to look cool with the name Abner Louis. Because everybody, that's a fucking rememberable name. You go, oh, fuck, you're the, you're the plunger in the ass guy. And then there was another guy, same year. They shoved a, a walkie-talkie in a different guy's ass. Jesus. I think it was after the Louima thing. Then I go... How do you end up, how do you go smaller? The walk no, it wasn't the whole walk. It was just the antenna. You know? Did you find this Rodney King beating? No, so I just found somebody doing the. Uh, oh, the talk about it. No, Rodney King psyop took place on March third. Oh my God, Rodney King psyop! We all saw the video. I remember seeing that as a little kid and being like, "Jesus, that's a sick beating." And then I, you know, obviously the league evolved. It's like. A lot like how the first couple of guys in the uh, NBA Hall of Fame are Jews. You know what I mean? So once police forces became more diverse, now we're seeing the higher level play. <laughs> the white guys, the, the, the Rodney, have you never seen it? They're kind of like hitting them with the nightsticks. But you're going, you watch it, you go, yeah, it seems like it sucks, but I feel like I could take that. I can't believe you've never seen this. It's famous. Oh, I've seen it. Doesn't he? He's like, are you just say? Are you just like stringing me along so I keep hanging myself with this crazy bit that we're doing? No, 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 no. I, I promise you, I'm having a hard time finding the. The video. idea is we do these horrible things that we never release clips of at the end of shows, because if you're an hour and a half into this show, and you didn't expect something fucking horrible to come out of my mouth, that's your fault, right? <laughs> it's true. If uh, Tyree's family is listening for an hour and a half. Of episode 150-something. This honestly was a Harlem Globetrotters-level beating they gave this guy. Oh, the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rodney King beating, that was the generals. It was very general-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fundamentals. Yeah, it was fundamentals. They were going for the legs with the sticks. These guys were dead. It was a lot of razzle-dazzle. Yeah, yeah, there was some. There was some, you know, between the legs and then, boom, right hook to the face. I mean, these guys are... The difference is the Rodney King cops got off, and these guys are going to fucking jail. Oh, man. You want to see another group uh, Another group of cops that should probably go to jail? Well, let's see them. All right. You want to talk about something horrible to oh, the end no. of the episode? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Mike, don't show me this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, that dog's dead. You guys could have just grabbed him. He wasn't attacking us. He did not attack kids. So it was later discovered. <laughs> no way that dog just attacked a bunch of kids. That adorable husky. Also, visceral. Like I'm a fucked up person for being much more upset at the video of the dog getting attacked than the person. That's my fault. But I, I promise you, I would be the same amount more upset if it was like a white woman getting beat up by those cops. <laughs> or a white guy, just to be clear. Yeah. If it was a white guy, a woman, I probably would have made more jokes. I'll be honest. <laughs> white guy, I'd have been like, Jesus, dude. If it was a white woman, you'd have been like, yeah, show that video. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I, yeah, I would have been like, I'll watch that. Yeah. yeah. Also watching, we all know what it would have been if a white woman was getting beat up by the cops. It would have been like her swinging wildly at him, him taking one step back, and whoo, washing that bitch. All right, that's the show. Good night. Well, show me the way. To the next whiskey bar Oh, don't ask why Oh, don't ask why Show me the way To the next whiskey bar Oh, don't ask why Oh, don't ask why For if we don't find The next whiskey bar I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die Show me the way to the next little girl.